Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Not Just Yesterday, the Roddy McDowell podcast. Today's episode is just a little bit of filler, if you will, as I am currently quite busy with work and have also been under the weather. A full-length film discussion will be posted sometime in April. However, I didn't want to leave you hanging for the month of March, as I know my listenership has increased some, and I've been getting lots of excited requests for more shows. Today's episode will feature a radio show and some songs sung by Roddy from the Lerner and Lowe tribute album, which was recorded in the 1960s. The radio show I will be playing today is Hans Brinker, and was originally meant to be posted on March 5th in honor of Roddy's dear friend Dean Stockwell's 83rd birthday. However, as I was working on the 5th, I was unable to get anything written as regarding a proper introduction for the show. Dean was the star of this wonderful radio production, and Roddy narrated the program. Hearing their voices blending together in this lovely show is very exciting, and I think everyone hearing the program will find it enjoyable. When the episode ends, I shall play a handful of songs which Roddy performs, some of which you have heard many times, including the full version of our theme song which I will use to end today's episode. Some other performers you will be hearing in these songs include Roddy's friend Nancy Walker, and also a popular singing artist from the 1960s called Blossom Deary. She has a very sweet voice, and she blends very nicely with Roddy. So without further ado, here is episode 15 of Not Just Yesterday. Every night at seven, you walk in as fresh as clover, and I begin to sigh all over again. Every night at seven, you come by, like me returning and me oh my I start in yearning again You seem to bring far away spring near me I'm always in full bloom When you're in the room for every night at seven Every time the same thing happens I fall once again in love But only with you Family Theater presents Dean Stockwell and Roddy McDowell. From Hollywood, the Mutual Network, in cooperation with Family Theater, presents Dean Stockwell in Hans Brinker. To introduce the drama, your host, Roddy McDowell. Tony Lofano. Family theater's only purpose is to bring to everyone's attention a practice that must become an important part of our lives if we are to win peace for ourselves, peace for our families, and peace for the world. Family theater urges you to pray. Pray together as a family. <laughs> A great gale roared in from the Atlantic, hurling the waters of the North Sea against the sea walls and dikes of Holland. The Netherlanders fought the ocean back with oaken piles braced with stone, with huge straw mats covered with clay. Ahoy, my 
Graf Brinker, a tall, powerful Dutchman, leaned into the wind as he made his way towards the dikes. Under the voice of the storm, he heard a faint, frantic shout. Veneer! Veneer! Yeah? What's that? Wait! Hold on! What do you want? Veneer! Come here! Will you row me down the river? No, I'm on my way to the dikes. I'm no boatman. Veneer, it's a matter of life and death. So is my work. She is pounding against the piling. Please, Veneer, row me down the river to the bridge. If ever a man needed help, I need it now. In trouble, eh? Yeah. I've got to get away. I've got to leave Holland. I don't know what you've done, but you don't look like a bad lad. All right, young fellow. I'll row you to the bridge. Here he comes. Ruff! Ruff Brinker! Oh, there you are. I had to row a man down the river. A little late. Yeah, but not much. What a storm this is. This dike is starting to crumble. I'll climb up on the scaffold. Tighten those ropes. Yeah, careful, Ruff. Those boards are covered with sleet. I'll watch it. And there's ice on those ropes. I'll take care. I won't slip. Ralph Brinker never falls. That second rope, Ralph. Yeah, that's the one. Pull it over. Ralph! Hang on, the big wave. Look out! Peter! Wilhelm Herman! Take the scaffold down. Ralph Brinker went down with it. skates to carve myself. Oh, you need better skates for the race. Oh, Hans, did you carve this beautiful wooden chain that Gretel has? Yeah, I carved it. Then will you carve me one? I'll pay you four guilders. Oh, young girl, that's too much. Oh, no. Hold out your hand. One, two, three, four. There. Can you have it done for my mother's birthday? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll have to hurry. I'll see you at school. Goodbye, Hilda. Thank you, young Frau. I'll start carving the chain tonight. Oh, Hans, when the stork built the nest in our house, I told you it would bring us good luck. Now we can get some steel skates. Yeah, and maybe even some silver skates. <laughs> Your supper's getting cold. Just a minute, Mother. I want to finish carving this link of the chain. Oh, me, you wouldn't need to work like that to get your skates if we had the money we lost. 
A thousand builders, wasn't it, Mother? Yeah, Hans. Ralph made good money before he was hurt. We had a thousand guilders put away in an old stocking. And then the money disappeared. Yeah, Gretel. When Ralph was hurt, there were many people in and out of our cottage. One day when I looked for the money, it was gone. Mother, tell us again about the silver watch. When they brought your father home that morning, he had a great silver watch in his pocket. Maybe he paid the money for the watch. Oh, no, Gretel. It's a fine watch, but not worth a thousand guilders. I wonder whose watch it was. Well, inside the case are the letters LJB. But your father has no memory of things that happened before he was hurt, so we may never know. Well, I'd better wake him and give him his supper. Ralph? Oh, Ralph? Uh, yeah, Major. Supper, Ralph. Here you are. The soup is hot. Uh, it is good, yeah. You are good to me. Well, a good husband deserves good treatment. We were talking about the thousand guilders. Thousand guilders? Try to remember, Ralph. The money we saved. We kept it in an old stocking. Remember? I... I try to think and everything goes round and round. Great, will bring the watch in the cupboard. I know where, Mother. A watch? Yes, Ralph. You had it in your pocket when you were hurt. Here it is, Father. Oh, I've showed it to him dozens of times, but always he takes his head. Look, Ralph, did you pay the thousand guilders for this watch? I, I don't know. Look, Father, there are letters on the case. LJB. Does that mean anything? Think, think hard. I, I'm trying to. I'm... Oh, I can't think. My head hurts. No more, no more. Don't ask me anymore. We'll skate back even faster when we get our new skates. Oh, yes, we'll just... Oh, here comes Carl Schimmel. Oh, I don't like him. He calls us ragamuffins. Now, Hans, don't make trouble. Well, well. What are you two doing in Amsterdam? We're buying two pairs of skates. Oh, what, you don't think you're going to skate in the race? Yes, we are, Carl. Or we're going to win the silver skates. Oh, well, they won't let you skate. Hilda von Gleck herself told us we could. I know. You're afraid Hans is going to beat you. Not a chance. Uh, go on. Get your skates. The silver skates are not for ragamuffins. <laughs> ragamuffins, are we? No, Hans. Come on. We must buy our skates. All right. But I'll show him. The race ball skates so fast. Gradle. Look who's coming. The great Dr. Berkman. Dr. Berkman? Are you sure? Ah, that's him. Maybe he would come to see Father. I dare you to ask him. Yeah? Meinherr Bergman! Meinherr! Hey, what's this? Meinherr, you're the famous doctor. Would you do us a favor? Uh, go away, go away. I never give to beggars. We are not beggars, Meinherr. Look, I have four guilders. It's yours if you will only come to see your father. Our father is ill. Oh, what's that? What's this all about? Meinherr, many years ago, my father suffered a bad fall. On his head? Yeah, his head was hurt. He has no memory. When he stands up, he falls down. But he is a good father, Meinherr. Meinherr Berkman, please come to see him. Well, how long has he been this way? Ten years, Meinherr. Ten years? Well, that's bad, very bad. Oh, 
but you are such a great doctor. Mother told me of you. Oh, what did your mother tell you, little girl? She said you were the greatest surgeon in all Holland. <laughs> but oh, so cross and cranky. Gretel. Little girl, you go home and tell your mother that cross and cranky old Dr. Berkman will come see your father next week. <laughs> So wonderful, we're nearly home already. Yeah, look, there's mother outside the house. She sees us. She's waving faster, Gretel, faster. Oh, mother, a great surprise. Yeah, mother, you won't believe this. The great Dr. Berkman. He's nicer than he looks. He's coming to see father. Hans, not the great Dr. Berkman coming to see Ralph. Yeah. Oh, the good God has heard my prayers. For your father is worse, much worse. But, Mother, the doctor won't be here until next week. Oh, heaven preserve us. Mother, let me skate back to Amsterdam and try and bring the doctor now. Yeah. Yeah, go, my son, as fast as you can. This is no race for silver skates. It's a race for your father's life. <laughs> I've examined the man as well as I can. And what do you find, Mynheer? Something is pressing on the brain. A part of the skull, perhaps, a clot of blood, a tumor, something. And the remedy? What is in there must be gotten up. And if something is to be done, it should be done now, while he is unconscious. Come, young Frau. Yes or no? Oh, Hans, what shall I say? Say what God tells thee, Mother. Yeah, man, here, Buckman. I consent. Good. Put more peat on the fire, water in the big kettle, clean linen, soap, and... Mother, is Father all right? We don't know yet. His pulse is good. His color is coming back. Um, Doctor, he's awake. Steady, boys. Pull the mat higher. Throw on the clay. The water is rising. Hold those. Ralph, Ralph, are you all right? Uh, Oh. Oh. Is it you, Mekia? What? What happened? Dr. Berkman has fixed up your head. My head. Oh, yeah, yeah. It feels better. I heard it a long time ago, didn't I? I... When I fell off the scaffold. Ralph, you remember that? You remember the storm? Of course I remember the storm. I remember everything. sleeping now. That is good. Keep him quiet. Keep him warm. I must get back to Amsterdam. Yeah, Doctor. I don't know how to thank you. Thank your son, Hans. 
I did it for him. For Hans? Yeah, because he looks like my own boy did years ago. My son Lawrence, who ran away. Oh, my dear, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, they, they call me a crabby old man. Now you know the reason. Doctor, all the rest of my life I'll pray God that he'll return your son as you have brought back our father. <clears throat> your, uh, your father's not out of danger yet. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow. Good day to Careful. Remember, you're still a sick man. <laughs> I don't feel like a sick man. Why, it is just one week since the good doctor operated. Yeah, and in another week, I'll be working on the dikes again. <laughs> Listen to the man. He's out of his head completely. Well, in seven or eight weeks. Well, that's better. Here, let me fix your pillow. Uh, uh, thank you, Major. All this expense. Do we have enough money? Oh, I suppose you spent a thousand guilders long ago. You remember the thousand guilders? Of course, in that old stocking. I suppose after I was hurt, you dug them up. I dug them up? Yeah. I buried them in the ground, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, in the ground, yeah. Oh, it was so long ago. Let's see now. Where was it you buried them? Why, right by that young willow tree behind the house. Oh, yeah, to be sure. It was on the north side of the tree, yeah? Nature, what a poor memory you have. The south side. Oh, of course. Now, now you rest a bit, Ralph, while I go look for Hans and Gretel. Yeah, I do feel a little sleepy. <laughs> So people won't see us digging. Hans, do you find anything yet? Not yet, Gretel. Oh, but Mother, Father said he buried the money on the south side of the tree. Yeah, but we have dug on the south side, the east side, and the west side. If it isn't where Hans is digging now, oh, but no, it must be there. Hans, is it there? No, Gretel. There's nothing here but the roots of the tree. Hans, let me dig a while. No, Father, it's no use. A thousand guilders is gone. Major, it's such a nice day. Can't I go outside? No, no, Ralph. The doctor says not yet. Oh, where's Hans? He's outside, Father. <laughs> His fairy godmother has put him to work. I didn't know he had a fairy godmother. <laughs> yeah, Hilda Van Gleck. She pretended she was our fairy godmother. She granted our wishes. Hmm. Well, what did you wish for? To win the silver skates. And Hans? To find a, a buried treasure. Oh, mercy me. <laughs> Hilda, I mean the fairy godmother, waved her magic wand. It was really just a stick. And told Hans to dig at the foot of her golden throne, that old stump she was sitting on. And he'd find a treasure. And what is Hans doing? Digging a hole out there. <laughs> Girls can make boys do the silliest things. Yeah. Yeah, I remember once your mother... Her father! Hans! Oh, 
sounds not so loud. The small willow tree where we dug last night wasn't there ten years ago. No, of course it wasn't. Why didn't we think of that? The stump is the old willow tree. I dug by the stump, and look. The thousand gilders. <laughs> Keep him quiet. No excitement. Yeah, Doctor. But we didn't expect to find a thousand guilders. It was the money my father had buried before he was hurt. He thought he told Mother about it, but he never did. <laughs> it was buried in two places, Doctor. In the ground and in this head of mine. <laughs> I hope there's no harm done. You were... You thought the money had been stolen, huh? Yeah, that. Or he had paid the money for a watch he had. What watch? Oh, Mother, we forgot all about the watch. Let's show it to Father again. Yeah, Bethel, get it, please, dear. What? Yeah, I, I remember something about a watch. We found it on you when they brought you home that awful morning. A fine silver watch. Here it is, Father. Remember it? Yeah, Gretel, yeah, it's coming back to me now. See? Inside the case. L.J.B. L.J.B.? Let me see that watch. Here, Doctor. Yeah, I remember. Oh, man, Britson. That watch belonged to my son, Lawrence Jan Buchner. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ralph, where did you where did you get this watch? On the night I was hurt, I met this young fellow. He was in trouble of some kind, but I liked the lad. I rode him down the river. When he got out of the What is it, Larry? Here's my watch. Give this watch to my father. Yeah, I will. Tell him where I'm going. Tell him the name I'm going to use. If he can never forgive me, tell him to write to me. Yeah, Larry. That I'll do. I must be on my way. Goodbye, my friend. Goodbye, lad. God go with you. His way, I went by. I was hurt that night and remembered no more about him until this moment. Where was he going? What new name did he take? I, I can't seem to think, man. I'm trying to... You must remember. He is my son. All these years he has been waiting to hear from me. Who is he? Where does he think? Uh, Dr. My poor Ed, I'm trying to... I'm sorry, my friend. Forgive me. I've been warning you, good Frau, not to get you excited, and I'm doing that myself. I understand, Doctor. Uh, my son, Lawrence. He was my assistant. He makes the wrong medicine for a patient. I, I discovered the mistake in time, but the patient died anyway. And your lad thought it was his fault? Yeah, yeah. Poor boy. He thinks I've never forgiven him. The name he took, the place he went, they may come back to me. Don't worry, Dr. Berkman. Father will remember. <laughs> Who won? Peter von Kopp. Sit down, Ralph. The doctor said you could come out here on the bank of the canal for the skating races, but you must not stand up. But I can't see sitting down. Well, I can see for you. I'll tell you what's going on. Uh, Peter won the boys' race. Yeah, but what happened to Hans? Well, the race started before I could tell you. Just as they were ready to start, Peter broke his skate strap. And Hans took off his own stuff and gave it to Peter? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know without me telling you. Yeah. Well, doesn't Hans feel bad about it? Oh, no. No, he's grabbed hold of Peter and they're, they're dancing jigs. <laughs> jigs, uh, yeah. jigs. 
That sounds like Higgs. That's it, Higgs. Ralph, sit down. What in the world? Get out to spin. That's his name. Higgs, Tom Higgs. Oh, Ralph. As soon as the girls' race is over, we'll send Hans to tell the doctor. Yeah, Tom Higgs, Tom Higgs. Now, now the girls get ready. Uh, keep your eye on that. Okay. They started. They, they skate to the flagstaff and then back again. Here they come. Oh, they scramble. Metal. Right behind the builder. Tinkly behind Riffle. Yeah. But gaining. Skate, skate. Ralph, you mustn't get excited. Be excited. Come on, Metal. Where oh, is she? Oh, Gretel's even with Hilda now. Yeah. They're coming to the flagstaff. Yes, I see them now. I see Gretel. Go, Gretel. Go on, Gretel. Faster, faster. Are excited now? Where are they? I can see. They're skating back toward the finish. Yeah. Oh, Oh, Maybe you should lie down a while. No, not I, Major. The day has done me good. <laughs> it did me good, too. Yeah, Gretel. You won the silver skates. Here he is, Father. Here's Dr. Bertman. Oh, coming, Doctor. He's told me the good news. You remember the name? Yeah. Tom Higgs. Fine. Fine. Uh, but the world is full of Tom Higgs's. If you could only remember the country, the city. Someday, Doctor. Tomorrow, next week, next year. Oh, Gretel, I forgot. So much excitement we've had. Here in my knapsack, something to you. For me? Ah, when Madame Van Gleck gave you the silver skates, you ran away so quickly, she couldn't give you the case that goes with them. Oh, what a beautiful case. Red leather with silver trimmings. Oh, what does it say in the top? To the fleetest. Is that me? Yeah, Gretel, that's you. Let me see the case. Here, Father. Ah, such fine, nice work. That's velvet inside where you put your skates. Look at this, Doctor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, very fine workmanship. The man who made this took pride in his work. And see, his name is here in a small silver plate. <laughs> My eyes are not that good. Can you read it? Oh, yeah. It's made by Mine Air. Birmingham. Oh, no, Gretel. Birmingham is the place where it was made. Birmingham, England, from where comes our finest steel. Uh, the maker's name is those small letters right above. I can read them, my dear. It's t Thomas Higgs. Thomas Higgs of Birmingham, England. That's it. Ralph, my son, made the silver skates. <laughs> In the autumn of the year 1855, a great gale roared in from the Atlantic. A man fell from a scaffold, and so began the story of Hans Brinker. In the winter of the year 1865, a memory returned. A fortune was recovered, and a long-lost son came home. And so ended the story of Hans Brinker... And the wonderful silver skates.
This is Roddy McDowell again. Haven't you often heard it said of people you know very well, isn't he a fine man, or isn't she charming? Yes, time and time again we have all heard such references as these to people we know. Yet, how different some of these very people appear to members of their own family group. It's so very easy to be kind to people outside our families because, well, with outsiders we feel that we're somehow on parade. But when we are habitually kind to each other within our families, there is a stronger bond between us. And that is where family prayer comes in. When we pray together for a few minutes each day, we naturally reflect a little on God's love of all of us and how trivial our family tensions are. When we pray together, kindness towards each other is nearly always the result. And that is one reason, among so many others, why the family that prays together stays together. More things are wrought by prayer than this world dreams of. Family Theater has brought you Dean Stockwell in Hans Brinker, with Roddy McDowell as your host. Others in our cast were Norma Jean Nielsen, Ted Osborne, Janet Scott, Bill Johnstone, Tommy Cook, Janine Roos, and Joel Nessler. Hans Brinker was adapted by Harry Lawrence, with music composed and conducted by Harry Zimmerman, and was directed for Family Theater by J.F. Mansfield. This series of family theater broadcasts is made possible by the thousands of you who felt the need for this type of program, by the mutual network which has responded to this need, and by the hundreds of stars of stage, screen, and radio who have so unselfishly given of their time and talent to appear on our family theater stage. To them and to you, our humble thanks. This is Tony Lofrano expressing the wish of family theater that the blessing of God may be upon you and your home and inviting you to join us next week at this time when Family Theater will present Pat O'Brien in the story of Peter Zenger. Join us, won't you? broadcast throughout the world and originates in the Hollywood studios of the world's largest network, the Mutual Broadcasting System. Planet. The reason was nobody was around. But then one day Jehovah who began it got bored and clamped a couple on the ground. 
Support. And when you think it'll never stop, there is a sudden awful drop. It's a panic. It's a recession. It's a depression. It's a crash. It's progress. The greatest thing that ever did. Why next to progress? Love the cup of warm tea. Yes, it's progress. Where any talk to make a buck You buy a few shares of stock And the following day The markets crumble The prices crack And down you tumble Upon your back You're overextended You have no slack It can't be mended You can't turn back And you are out in a growing mob Without a dime, without a job It's a panic It's a recession, it's a depression, it's a crash. 
Love. 
still understand You haven't changed your line You still have a way That I can't define The world may change That's all for this episode of Not Just Yesterday, the Roddy McDowell podcast. Thank you for listening. I hope you will join us for our next episode in April, where we will be discussing Lord Love a Duck. This is Zoe Dean signing off, reminding you, as always, dear friends, to keep smiling. Today's my royal day, today's my royal day. My royal day can be a royal bore. Leaves me colder than a basement floor The only moment I keep waiting for Is when the day will be through I never notice if it's dark or clear What people say to me I hardly hear The passing hours are an endless year Until at last I'm alone with you For every night at seven You walk in as fresh as clover And I begin to sigh all over again Every night at seven You come by like me returning And me, oh my, I start in yearning again You seem to bring far away spring near me I'm always in full bloom When you're in the room for every night at seven Every time the same thing happens I fall once again in love But only with you Today's my royal day Today's my royal day Heaven, you are in as fresh as clover, and I begin to smile all over again. Every night at seven, heaven, you come by like May returning, and me, oh my, I start in yearning again. You seem to bring faraway spring near me. I'm 
When you're in the room for every night at seven Every time the same thing happens I fall once again in love But only with you Every night at seven Thank you for joining us for this episode of Not Just Yesterday, the Roddy McDowell podcast. The podcast is hosted, written, edited, and produced by Zoe Dean. The occasional co-writer and constant help with this podcast is Julie Carricker. The thoughts expressed on this podcast are those of the individual and do not necessarily represent or reflect those of Barron Space Productions, its partners, or affiliates. The musical tracks, films, and television shows discussed and heard in these podcasts remain the property of their respective owners. Not just yesterday, the Roddy McDowell podcast does not own the rights to these tracks used, nor does it claim ownership. Not just yesterday, the Roddy McDowell podcast is not affiliated with any major film or television company, and no copyright infringement is intended. Please visit barrenspace.com for this and other amazing content. This has been a Barren Space production.